Hey, I'm Megan. And I'm Sharon, and welcome to The Breakup Dress. Each week, we will be delving into the fashion world, tackling the issues around fast fashion, education about sustainable fashion, and we want you to get involved as we share memories from our wardrobes. Hello, and welcome back to The Breakup Dress. Megan, you're back from your holidays. You're a little bit tanned. <laughs> Well, I say tanned is the word, right? Yeah, I'm finally back. Oh my God, it was fried. It was fried, fried mentally, physically, and spiritually. I know. Um, it was. Do you know what? It was actually like being on two holidays, and it felt. It wasn't like the full. It was six nights, but it felt like we could have been gone for a few weeks. It was just so nice. So the first half of the holiday was spent hiking in, and we stayed in Puerto Soye in Mallorca. So it's kind of like northwest. Um, so if we're looking at Ireland, it'd be kind of like I'd say we're. Mayo would be maybe and mm-hmm. we um, went into this hiking region and we went three different hikes one the first one was actually tougher than we thought but it was class second one was coastal turned out to be very challenging in parts and then we found it afterwards that apparently people are advised not to do that one because it's not very safe which now on reflection oh. I can see why um, very coastal a lot of erosion going on and not much care taken of the track so I think I don't know I must double check Mallorca must have been hit by some bad storm because there was an awful lot of fallen trees um, and they just haven't really looked after it but there was a track above that but that was more so up the mountain kind of going the same direction but we wanted to do a coast one that day because we did the mountainous one the day before um, but mm-hmm. that ended up being quite long as well and then for the third one we did like what we were a 5k loop so we're like oh that'll be piss easy to us because we've done 12 and 13 and 14k hikes and it ended up being we kept calling it the spicy one because it was most of it was just uphill so for about mm-hmm. three kilometres you're just constantly going up and it was burning like I think we stopped more and took little breaks on that one than we did in the long ones it was just burn burn yeah. burn 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 and like and I suppose after like I don't think we've ever hiked three days in a row like that so I think our legs were just like what are you doing um, yeah. but you know what being yeah. so active every day we were sleeping really well then at night yeah I can imagine um, just I was seeing your reels and stuff and it just looked so beautiful so idyllic like I was like I want yeah, to be so outside hiking it was fab um, such and then a nice like holiday. Yeah, and then our, what we did every evening was we were staying in these kind of like cabins almost in this. It was kind of a hotel, but had cabins. And then our little um, cabin, we had a little balcony, well, a little kind of outside area and a little chair. Everyone had cha- like their own little chairs. Thing. And like you probably saw us on Instagram. We just, we get the yeah. four, euro, four euro bottles of wine, by the way, can I just say? Lovely wine. Oh, we'd get bo- we'd get a bottle of wine. Uh, we'd play cards and we'd get like chocolate and crisps and pwingies and... Uh, <laughs> pwingies for the room. Pwingies for the room. Shouts to Anne Vogue, as if I'm talking about the mic and friends. Um, and little snacks, <laughs> and we'd get like, or else one night we got ham and cheese rolls, and we just sat out and played card games. And we were in bed kind of early enough every night because we were just wrecked. But it was, um, yeah, it was class. And then we went on to Palma, which is obviously the main city in New York, and that's where we spent two nights. And we went out actually one of the nights, uh, met these German guys in a restaurant, and then we were like, they were like, of course asked, you did, of course we did. I know they're a bit of crack, and they're like, what's your plan? And we were like, oh, we we we, we genuinely had no plan. So they're like, well, we we're going to head out. Do you want to come out with us? So we're like. Yeah, I want. So we end up going to this German huge nightclub that I actually happened to be in last year as well. So I imagine, yeah, I was there last year as well. Um, but it was, it's just so funny because it's like all these songs we know, but they're all in German. So you're kind of there going, don't have a clue what's been said, but know the beat because know the song in English. Um, so we stayed out then for a few hours, then we went home again because it was like it was nothing too wild. And then yeah, it was so that was kind of the only night we went out out. Like every night we just were home early because we were just wrecked. But um, no, lovely. So no. No love, no wedding date, no, no new boyfriend. Love, <laughs> no romance. That must be a first to me, going on holidays and not coming back in love. So didn't even have a, like a, didn't even 
meet anyone like fat I don't think I got chatted up like, like even those German guys they weren't even chatting us up like they were just having the crack Um, like no so I'm just holding out for Ibiza so I'm hoping for well actually no sorry I should say from experience I probably shouldn't but you know Ibiza now would be the, the fun one <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, well, you had such an eventful week. I am actually wrecked. I've had such a busy week. We had our member showcase this week, which is finishing tomorrow. Ooh. And then we have a sustainability and fashion event next week, which I'm speaking at. So it'll oh, be that's very amazing. good. Yes. And actually, we're going to have part of the podcast there. Unfortunately, you can't join us. No, I'm playing tag rugby in Cork. Yeah, but it'll be really good for anyone that's around the Dublin 8 area. It's going to be in the bank and it's called Sustainability and Fashion. We're going to have um, myself speaking. Um, we're going to have a live podcast and then we're going to have um, just other businesses in fashion and um, um, fashion around Dublin speaking. So it'll be, yeah, it'll be really interesting. I saw actually some of the uh, content on the Flux Instagram and I thought it looked uh, yeah it looked really cool right so I was like oh that looks class and I like the name I really like the name Flux yeah it's cool isn't it it's definitely different because you go to say Block T and you're like oh no it's changed to Flux but um, yeah so it'll be interesting I think we have like a swap shop speaking as well and we have Ali from the studio glass artist so it'll be interesting it'll be a very fun day are tickets available or how can people go, go or can they go? Yeah, so they haven't went up. They're going to be on Eventbrite um, for next week. So it'll be, it'll be up then. Yeah, and then I'm I'm getting ready. I'm going to Kerry tomorrow. It's Freddie's first birthday. <gasps> oh my God, he's already won. He's already won. Yeah, I know. He's a fine head of hearing him now, isn't he? Yeah, and teeth. And he does that like, I don't know if you know, it's like I scrunch my nose. I have this weird thing I do yes, on my I nose do. when I laugh. <laughs> And he, yeah, I know everyone says it to me and he has the same thing. Fiona has it as well. It's like, it's like we're able to scrunch our nose and not the rest of our face or something. How do you, I don't know how you describe it, but yeah, he has it Yeah, you kind of like, anyway. yeah, oh, yeah, he's such a sweet um, head though. And I, yeah, he do. And it was just funny because I was like, what do I get him for his first birthday? And I was talking to Ali in the studio and she has a niece and for her birthday, she met her at like a money box out of clay and then put oh. money into it for her. And it's a really nice kind of, um, idea because they can't break it like to get the money out you actually have to break what was made for you so I was like oh yeah. this would be really sweet you know and I love making things for people you know I love making like photo collages and I usually make things for people so when to make the the money box and oh my god it was like you let a kid loose with Marla <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, god. Of it. I was just like, oh, I was actually so embarrassed. I'm just like, I'm going to stick to the clothes. Like, I, I wouldn't even attempt to show anyone what I did. Because I just, I just kind of underestimated what I could, like, you know, how much it would be. And I didn't have the proper tools. And yeah, it just looked Yeah, like but shit. does that not have to go into, like, a killing? No, you can get the fast drying clay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That sounds so. like a lot of work. It is. It's definitely more than I thought. And so, yeah, I'm just going to go buy him a money box. <laughs> find a break. You'll find a breakable one somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. If I gave him that one, he'd want to fucking break it straight away. It was terrible. Oh, hilarious. You're probably like, oh, thanks for this. Sorry, he's, I know he's not talking yet, but is he walking yet or what's his, what's his? Yeah, so he's kind of like pulling himself up and oh, testing yeah. the waters. But Fiona says it's so weird to see because like they're so clever do you know we mm. don't give them enough credit like she he, she says he'll pull himself up and kind of look around and then he'll look to the floor to make sure that he's going to cushion his fall oh you know? yeah so he knows he's like okay I'm safe to sit down so he'll stand like pull himself up and then he'll like you know 
slowly lower himself to the ground. So yeah, he's really clever. Well, I guess every baby does that. We just, you know. Yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. I think we underestimate ch- babies and children as a whole. And we're like, oh my God, they're so clever. But then it's like, yeah. everyone's child then is so clever. So it's like. Yeah. Or he knows Fiona's voice. Like if he hears her come into a room or whatever, he absolutely like straight away, eyes darting towards her. Yeah. So, oh, bless yeah. him. Oh, he loves sending yeah. loads of photos to us. Yeah, I can't wait. It'll be so nice to just have a weekend off as well. Switch off. Oh, stop. Yeah, I feel like, I, even though I switched off, I just... I was just sharing stuff on my Instagram there because an awful lot of like quite a well not an awful lot but like, no not an awful lot at all I don't know why I'm saying awful lot a, a few accounts got on to me like oh hey can you share this for me can you share that for me and I was kind of going no I'm on holidays so I purposely put an out of office picture on my WhatsApp I pinned an out of office picture to my Twitter and obviously I shared holiday stuff on my Instagram so I was kind of letting people know and I managed to stay off all, I was staying off all the other apps because there wasn't much to put up and all I posted on my Instagram was the reels and photos from the holiday just with details about like where we went what we did and then anyone asked me sharing, and I was like, no, I'll look, I'll share that when I'm home. So I just was sharing stuff there. But can I just say, while we're talking about social media, and I just had mentioned this to you before, and I was like, I'm going to say it out here as well. I got sent, arrived back last night, like, and we were late enough getting back to Limerick because we flew into Cork. And I had received this message on Instagram. And I opened it because I just, obviously, I can't leave messages unread. Like, it breaks my, like, it gives my anxiety more anxiety when I see messages like I know you're that person that has so many unread emails like that yeah kills me like I well no just... I read the important ones if I see something that I know no like obviously I read everything but if I see something that I and I'm busy and I know I can come back to it I'll be like you know but mine have to be fully all unread like I can't not yeah, read messages no. they either get deleted or let's say read and I just find that if I like I can't deal with like unread uh, Instagrams either so during the holiday I kind of I maybe set aside time and I just kind of because do you know what I find people like send reactions to you and then that goes as a message so then like yeah. well, I, every two three days I clear all them so I'd kind of be okay because I found that they were building up and then I was going oh god so I clear them mm-hmm. but then I was got one last night and it was like really rotten from a guy and basically telling me that he wants to send me a photo to show me how much he I mean, I don't even know how to, I'm trying to not say this because I think it's so vulgar. But basically, I am thinking you're getting the idea here. Tell me how excited he was by me. And I was like, how fucking dare he? Like, he doesn't know me. I don't know him. I don't follow him, by the way. And I was like, how fucking dare he think that he has the right to send me such a message in the first place when like, and I don't know, was it being a single girl that men kind of look at us more like an object than, I don't know, a person? I don't know what the right word is, but it's like, I just felt so angry and I was like, how dare you and I just didn't even bother replying to him yeah. I actually blocked him and I was like it's so annoying because yeah. in social media in this social media world it's like you're not allowed if girls are share about being trolled and like say stuff people are like oh well you put stuff out there so you should be and it's kind of like you know you, sh- you shouldn't be if you like are name and shaming someone on your stories for like what they've sent you people get really annoyed going oh my god I can't believe you did that to them. that's so unfair and I'm like but why can they send us a really dirty or horrible or vulgar message but we have to just stay quiet and ignore it all the time so anyways I'm ranting now yeah. because it really pissed me off no and you know it should and that's not to say like there are definitely decent men out there this isn't you know like putting everyone into the same basket but there are guys that like yeah definitely do that and it's it's just unfortunate that that's the world we live in and even the fact that like you're putting up hiking pictures do you know what I mean like what you know it's not even I don't know it's yeah it's a really tough argument and definitely one that I've heard from so many people but yeah it's it's definitely not a nice feeling no and actually makes I just it just makes me I'm like how do you think like 
like oh, I, 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 I'm trying to I, I've had trouble trying to verbalise it because I'm trying to verbalise verbalise how I feel yeah. but I was like it's just yeah. like it's really annoying because it's like it's really degrading to me as a person yeah. and it's really like shit and like I used to share an awful lot more personal stuff on my Instagram but now that it's gotten yeah. bigger I actually fairly keep it professional I share what I'm doing yeah. and I share like like a lot of work stuff I actually don't get involved in any sort of controversies I don't like speak mm-hmm. about a lot of stuff that I really passionate about because I was like I couldn't be arsed dealing with people the backlash so I keep it all very mm-hmm. like happy and plain mm-hmm. and very like mm-hmm. you know normal but like I just find then you just get these people and like I say people because it's not just men it is girls too and I've had to block yeah. girls in the past as well um, and of yeah. course it's not everyone it's only a few, small few but it just it's like when, how people think that it's okay to send a message like that and like my message my whole thing is would you walk up to me in a bar or in a cafe or a restaurant and would you say that to my face like absolutely fucking not so why on no. earth would you say it to me and why do you think it's okay to say it then through a screen Anyways, that's me. No, you're you're right. That's it. Um, what are they called? Keyboard warriors? Like, there's definitely mm. no reason. He definitely shouldn't have sent that to you. And it is disgusting. But, you know, it's happening loads recently, especially with other people. And it's just, I think maybe people forget that, you know, these people are human beings behind it all. And, you know, everyone has feelings. And you can't just say stuff like that without it having any effect on who you're sending it to. Yeah, no, it just really annoyed me now because I was like, oh, Do you know this person? No, I was saying, I just complete, as I said, it's a complete stranger. And like, does it look like, you know, one of those kind of like botty like accounts that has no followers or anything or was it? No, he's, he has a few followers. There's a picture up. It's private though. I can't see it and he doesn't have any photos. Uh-huh. But like, there's like, there's something there and I, there's like, it doesn't look like it's a fake account or anything. Um, yeah. I can spot fake accounts easily and I usually know, you usually know a fake account is usually someone you know and they're just using yeah. it as a way to get you. So, those accounts I just block as well because I'm like oh, that's so pathetic but um, yeah it's um, just really annoying because it's like coming home for my holiday like you know been t- I'm tired now after my trip um, and it was just stuff like that but I just think yeah I just think would you say it to people in public or to their face probably not so you're not going to say it to face don't no. say it online I just yeah and like I said I don't I don't attract much I don't garner much I don't garner any like trolling or hate really on my social media but like it's just things like this and I'm like it's just when I feel like a little bit objectified by that kind of stuff because I'm like what makes you think that I want to see your part of your body like did he send a picture he asked me if I wanted a picture are you listening to what I'm saying you didn't you know you didn't say you said you didn't want to go into detail on this you didn't say he sent you a picture no he didn't I said he sent me he's asked me did I want to see a picture to highlight Ah, how he felt okay okay I was going to say unsolicited but it's it's not on the list if you ask me permission, but still, I was like, what do you think I was going to say? Yes, please. That would absolutely make my entire night. And what do you expect me to send one back? Oh, well, obviously not the same kind of picture, but like, <laughs> I was expecting someone to return. Or do you think I was going to say, do you know what? I think you and I could get it on and I think you are the one for me. Like, where do they get off? I just... Yeah. Anyways, blocked now. So that's my new thing. And I've decided now, anyone that annoys me on Snapchat, or it's not Snapchat, on social media and is even just like there's people that send me messages every single day and I don't reply to them because I don't know them and then they just continuously send me messages so I'm kind of thinking I'm just going to have to get a bit more ruthless and start blocking more people would you ever think about having a private Instagram I can't because mine is linked to my Facebook and it's a business account and if I do that I'll lose kind Mm. of the stuff for business like my my Instagram is is basically a separate one like no I wouldn't have two it's bad enough having to have all the work accounts on my phone yeah, very true. Very true. There's my social media okay. update for you all. <laughs> Marla, sorry. <laughs> Don't send shitty messages. You're going to get more after this now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, yo, I sent you something there. Was it yesterday, actually? And I was like, oh, this is literally right up Sharon Street. And then I was actually reading about it. And I thought, this is actually really cool. But it's actually already something that you do. So it's she's kind of copied what you're doing, if, I, if I'm being honest, in uh, some ways. Maybe she just has probably put a... She just put her name behind it, so, you know, has... Yeah, I think I've actually... Do you know what? She's not the first person to do this. I've seen this being done with, like... Um, other companies it's yeah Angelina Jolie's company Atelier Jolie and she essentially is getting kind of tailors and pattern makers and you know these skilled people from around the world because she's worked with them before and I guess she want, kind of wants the consumer to come directly to these people and have access to them and she thinks that it's gonna I suppose inspire more creativity in the world which is great and I actually do see people I know um, a label called Zazie Vintage that does it and she works with like Afghan women in these communities and I think um, Indian women as well that like you know have different techniques of weaving and embroidery and embellishment and then they make like these coats for her and then she sells them I think in the Netherlands um, oh, wow. as part of her business model and it's really good because obviously there's transparency these women in these countries are paid very well and you know she's she's helping them and they're helping her and it's a you know mutually beneficial relationship yeah because she was the UN ambassador for years and did so much work in so much countries so mm. is that thing maybe the route is going down she like basically were all these factory workers getting exploited by these big brands is it going to be women from other countries you think she's going to take on and I think so I think and she said about refugees as well that like you know it'll be giving them an opportunity to step into you know maybe an internship role or use their skills or so I think I just don't know how she's going to structure it I suppose do you know whether she's going to connect these people maybe with a small fashion label like for me for instance or someone else down you know in another part of the country or in in the UK or wherever else um but it's interesting and I know she's she seems like a really good person with really good morals so yeah I believe whatever she's gonna do it's it's gonna be good yeah no I think it'll be class and I love the name Atelier Jolie I think it actually sounds yeah. really good as well and she just yeah. shared it to her Instagram about it and I just thought oh that's kind of cool that's up Sharon's kind of street and then it was yeah. like the whole dead stock and actually the article I saw it on the Daily Mail and they were yeah. saying they were actually explaining what dead stock was so I was like oh we've talked about that loads so um, yeah that's what I'm using yeah, so I think um, that's really interesting. It's cool to see. So all, all the fabrics that she'll be using will be like leftover dead stock material. Um, it'll be waste essentially. So I like I like what she's doing. And I know there's the argument some people are like, oh, well, that's going to cut other people out of the industry. I don't think we should see it like that. Mm. I think she's created opportunities and given voices to people that don't have them right now. So we need to encourage that. But it'll probably also encourage... Yeah. the bigger fashion labels to maybe do something with their dead stock you know maybe yeah. create some kind of a um, not like, like kind of like maybe an outlet or kind of like an, you know an extra thing literally say you know these are dead stock bits because but yeah. then actually I think the dead stock stuff could end up being more valuable because it's so there'll be very less pieces of dead very stock very limited yeah, yeah yeah unique and limited I suppose well that's what you want people to, to you know aspire to to be unique instead of following everyone on the fast fashion you know trend everyone you see out in the same Zara dress about 20 people like you know it's, you know it's the mentality behind it and then you know I suppose maybe it being more trendy to be you know unique as opposed to following the crowd yeah I think it'll be interesting to see where she'll go with it now because yeah. um Obviously, she's such a huge name. And he said she's really into kind of making a difference in the world. And she's yeah. really like 
obviously charitable and like her work with the UN she always mm. was very open about that and she always kind of got her like she actually went to all those countries and got into the work and got like did it herself it wasn't like she's just yeah. a face for the UN she actually was um, she was just yeah amazing so I think that's class did you remember ever, um, huh? did you ever see sorry to interrupt you did you ever see her speech where she was on stage and it was really inspiring and she was like you know she talked about how fortunate she was in life and that yeah. she could never understand why she got the life that she got when other people were suffering. And she was just, yeah. I don't know, there was just something so heartfelt about it. You know, when you can just like sense that someone is a good person. Yeah, like, no, she seems class. Yeah. I just yeah. like still, I still think one of the most iconic Halloween outfits is Tomb Raider. Like easy peasy, yeah. lemon squeezy, pair of short shorts, mm-hmm. tank top, bit of dirt in your face. Yeah flatten your hair off you go <laughs> iconic I that was you on that. your hiking trip sure you were Angelina Jolie for the last week I know I tell you I was I felt like no geez yeah I felt like Bear Grylls I was like Jesus Christ um, but no yeah geez, no she's she's fantastic she's just class and she's so gorgeous oh my god yeah beautiful um, inside and out but I just wanted to I suppose when we were talking about the fast fashion there have you heard about the Sheen scandal Oh, what's oh, I know they op- they're opening pop ups, are they? Well, the headquarters, the new EMEA headquarters, is opening up in Dublin. <gasps> Sorry, someone did say this to me, and I was like, "What?" European, I... Middle East, and uh, Middle East and Africa. Imagine it's opening in Dublin, the headquarters. I just think it's such a sad day and sad step for sustainable fashion, and it's like, it's just like that's just going to catapult fast fashion. And I think it's um, terrible that the government have even allowed this to happen because it's obviously like, I mean, there is multiple research out there. Like you can click on any website and any like, oh, sustainable fashion thing. Like it is actually known to be one of the worst of the worst of the worst. And like it actually pains me to see so many people promoting on their social media. And like, I'm like, and it's sad to think that, I don't know, I can't say, I don't know if they're paying these people because... I don't know if they're collabs or if they're actually ads or if they're just doing it because they got free clothes. But like they're probably getting like they're probably getting more benefit from the actual the factory workers that are making clothes, the conditions they live in. We've spoken about it before so many times mm-hmm. across so many episodes. And I just think it is ridiculous that, that this is happening. And like what are they going to be doing? Let's create a beautiful headquarters in Dublin and live in a lovely like work in these lovely offices while all these people are like literally living in the mm. most awful conditions stitching these clothes together yeah it's just um it's quite tone deaf of us if you think about it really like we have one of the worst textile problems in the european union union for the size of the country that we are and then by us allowing this to happen here we're saying that it's we're condoning that behavior we're condoning yeah. what sheen do um i just i just think it's absolutely insane Bye. i see they're opening up loads of pop pop-up shops yeah did I say that right yeah. but they're doing it I think in all the cities I think someone said they're doing it in Limerick mm. as well and I was like what and someone sent to me going did you hear about this and I was like oh my god yeah. and I, like I just think it's such a step backwards it's such a kick in the teeth as well to like mm. l- like designers like yourself to local boutiques who are really struggling to kind of you know keep the doors open and mm. yeah I think it's it's a really bad step for the fashion industry like it's like are we not learning anything I think what we like it comes down to is again people want to look good they want to dress good but like you also want to feel good about what you buy it's just that people know what they're buying like other people's suffering 
you're buying clothes that are literally completely saturated in plastics uh, like phthalates that we don't know the long-term effects that's having on your health it's been linked to infertility ADHD in people and this is like what you're buying when you buy sheen clothes Mm, like it's mad like absolutely mad I yeah and it's funny I was saying like I did my column in my in the paper that I write with I did it on this week on a last week on a mental and physical declutter so I like did a declutter on my wardrobe and did declutter in my brain and like the wardrobe one I did a Marie Kondo on it and I gave load of bags of clothes to the charity shop and I just made space and I literally was like own like I re- like any clothes I had that were from kind of maybe fast fashion brands or brands that like I no longer kind of I don't know support I mm. sent them all up to the charity shops because I was like you know something like this someone else can use them but like it's just like yeah, like I like I looked at the clothes and I was like, like literally what Mary Kondo does. Did Anthem bring me joy? And like a lot of the clothes there do. I've a lot of good memories with a lot of outfits. So Anthem that I had a memory with, I kept on to, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll keep yeah. that. Um, whereas yeah. the clothes will say that I didn't have memory with, I didn't. But yeah, it's just it's kind of just yeah, it's it's not it's kind of it's shitty. Like Sheen's only goal is to sell. Yeah. Sell, 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 sell. Like they don't actually care about anything else but just making a profit. This is the problem, like, see. It's all, yeah, they're, they, they don't care. And the mass production of the stuff yeah. they're bringing out is absolutely crazy. Actually, speaking of all that stuff, and I, I it, you know, um, the remake. Yes. On me? On that remake, our world. We follow it actually on our breakup page. Dre- or the breakup page dress. The breakup dress Instagram page. So they actually were talking about the Accord again and the same things happening. And one of my, actually, one of my brands that I actually really love um, is, they're, they're calling them out a lot now as well, is Levi's. So Levi's are haven't signed the accord and it seems like they refuse to do it. And um, a lot of stuff is coming out about them. That's not really good. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like Levi's. I love mm-hmm. Levi's. And like they are the powerful brands that can actually change it. Kim Kardashian, Skims, she can change it because she's one of the most powerful brands out there. Like people yeah. who have the power can actually change the whole way everything's been done. But they're just kind mm-hmm. of, as you said, they're just, it's money, money, money. It's like, where can I get more money from? So it's like, they yeah. just care about making the profits. Yeah. And it's just, it's just so frustrating, like seeing all this kind of stuff happening. Because when you're trying to like, I suppose, talk about it and encourage people to be better and do stuff, you're like, you know, you're like, is this making a difference? Because you try it, but like, ultimately it is, the power is with these people. And, you know, that's where the change needs to happen. You just hope that it does. Yeah. No, it is. It's just... Mm. It isn't great now, so it's not. And uh, as well, I had something on my mind there and it just completely flew out of my head. Uh, 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 what was it? I don't know. I don't know. It's completely gone. Um, yeah, we sound oh. like... Oh. Oh. Ibiza, yeah, I literally have nothing to wear. So I'm going to have to go on to Depop and just like, I don't know. Because, you know, Ibiza, I'm guessing, is a place where you just dress a little bit wild and, you know, not yeah, it, what day to day. Yeah, it's kind of the place where you don't have to yeah you kind of just I suppose you're kind of it's funny because you're kind of in a bikini but you're going to pool parties you're kind of dressing up okay but like anything kind of goes well but it's not your yeah it's kind of you can have a bit more fun in a beat there you can be a bit more experimentative like experimentative like there's a bikini now a few bikinis I had there on the holiday with me and I was like ooh would I have the would I wear them in Ireland because the bikini bottoms are a lot smaller and I was like would I wear them now going to La Hinch Beach because they're like a little bit saucier mm-hmm. whereas they're like they're coming to a beach edge is that kind of way yeah 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 
Cool. So that's kind of way it is. It's kind of a little bit more like, hmm. And Ibiza is just like you get. You just I don't know. I feel like you can have more fun with yeah. your looks, oh God, and you can be I'm a bit more crazy. Excited. Super excited! Oh, feel that coming down. Okay, so I've got one. Yes, um, <laughs> you've been talking to me actually since we got on, and Megan is usually like sun factor queen she's like spritz 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 and she's constantly always like making sure that her lovely porcelain skin is covered but as we got onto the call Megan kind of semi-stripped for me and mm-hmm. showed me her back <laughs> not good and it also relates to the um memory we got in so um that's why I was, I was kind of giving Sharon the memory and then she I was like showing her mine so this is where it all came about. So, hey girls, I want to share a funny story of my boyfriend. He was in Albufera. You, you've been there, haven't you? Portugal? I love Albufera, yeah. Old time. I've, I've been around Portugal, but not Albufera. He got drunk and decided to get a Borat swimsuit thing. Oh my God, you know those like V things? Yeah. <laughs> the lime green one. The yeah. One. And they just go around the Lero G and up around the shoulders. <laughs> uh, passed out drunk on the beach and I bet you can guess where this is going. Needless to say, this was a lad's holiday, so it would not have happened on my watch. He came home and we had a wedding. The state of him and his burn lines. Eek! Oh my god. Do you know what, what? though? The, the Bora costume. You wouldn't really see them, though, like what he was wearing. Maybe with, if the strap came down, like, you know, over yeah, the Yeah, but front. I know, do you know, like when the boyfriends go on a lad's holiday and, like, they come, they come home and they're the ones that did something silly or kind of, like, seriously, like, passing yeah. out the beach drunk in a Bora costume? I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be too impressed. Yeah. No, I can't talk. I can't talk. I didn't pass out on the beach drunk in a Bora costume. I was reading a book though, sober. And as Sharon mentioned, I do not like getting sunburned. It's just not my thing. I will sit under an umbrella. I will put on my Factor 50 and I will protect my skin as best I can. Yet for some reason, I always seem to come out burnt. And before anyone goes, oh, you're probably like not putting on enough. I apply and reapply. So the first thing. No, she really does, guys. She really does. (laughs) I do. Like I am like Casper the Friendly Ghost. I put so much cream on. So... The first day we were out hiking and I put on my sun cream that morning. I, so I'm the person, I put on my sun cream like the first thing in the morning so that it, it's like soaked into my skin because they say you should do that before you go out in the sun. So I do that. And factor 50. Emma was laughing at me because she'd like, she was like, where are you going 50? So she was there with her 20 and then, and her like 10 or something. So put it all, put it all on, grand, went out on the hike, fairly overcast, not a bother. Got back to, the, then as we got onto the top of the mountain, reapplied because we were like, oh, we've been sweating. And then, Sorry, got back down to Tina, which was our convertible car that we had. And we were going driving with obviously the roof down. So put on more of my arms, my shoulders. Because I was like, obviously like, you know, whatever. And then that evening, like we got back and I was like, oh my God, why am I so red? And then I was like, Jesus, and then I had a shower. And then obviously when you have a shower, it like glows. And I came out and I was like, what is going on? So I realised on day one that I had not in fact been putting Factor 50 on. I had in fact been putting After Sun on all day after some because the after some bottle and the factor 50 bottle looked the same and were the same shape and I grabbed the wrong one so first of all like I was like oh my god what an idiot so for the next few days I covered my shoulders and arms went hiking in a t-shirt and um, sat by the pool one of the days and wore a like a um, linen shirt 
And then my legs are kind of okay enough, so I was like, grand. So I was wearing the Factor 50 again. So then the last day, we went on the beach, and it was actually really windy and overcast. So we're like, grand, but we, I know they're the days you have to be really careful. So again, yeah. Factor 50, and then mixing up with 20 as well. So I, I was actually reapplying as the day went on. Whether it was the 20 or the 50, I still was reapplying. And I was making sure there was the 50 on my shoulders and chest, because that got kind of burnt the first day. And I was sitting up, and I my um, Kevin and Perry go large, bucket hat on. So I was kind of keeping my face sheltered. And then I was reading the book and I just, I think I kind of got lost in the book and didn't really notice the sun moving. Um, I obviously hadn't put sun cream on my back, but usually I lie on my back anyways. I'm not someone who puts, I don't lie in my front because I don't really enjoy it. And then, um, yeah, I I am like a Christmas tree and I have a lovely, I wore a thick bandeau bikini and I have a big thick bandeau white bar across my back. And yeah, I am lit. And then my legs, I've got weird patches of sunburn, patches on my legs and patches on my arms, even though I was applying factor 50 so I don't know I think it just must be my skin so Ibiza I'm just gonna have to like actually stay under the umbrella yeah but are we gonna be out in the sun like I don't think we are probably we're probably gonna be in the shade you know well the pool party now is fairly exposed but I know there's shady parts but like I'm literally like no I actually can't because I I genuinely like my skin just does not seem to you'll sizzle I don't think I've ever seen you sunburned so it's very weird you're very yeah very careful very yeah. careful like in my face not fair I was like at the book the hat really helped and like I'd, my scalp usually is the one that gets it because obviously just the way you know here be but uh, I kept the hat on the whole time but yeah I'm raging because my back is really mm. warm and then even last night it was really uncomfortable even though I've been applying and reapplying the after sun now because now I actually have the after sun um, sure yeah. look at you you're a beat already <laughs> I, do you know what the problem is probably by a beat I'll be peel, all peeled off and I'll be like back to my usual self you know what? I don't have any like personal really. I know I have got sunburn before, but I don't really remember like a really harrow- harrowing story that like comes to mind straight away. But back to my friend Mark, I just think this is so funny. That time he got badly. I have never seen anyone so badly sunburned in my life. We were in Thailand and like I had to like help him shower. He was that like oh, literally Jesus. that burnt and he had to sit in a rocking chair in front of a fan for a week. Like, oh, I my just, oh my God. And then like, I was just... You obviously like, wore you no just see that and you're like, sure, you use my tanning oil. <laughs> when I used, I wouldn't use tanning oil now, but I was a bit of a gobshite back then when I did use it. So like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Even sometimes yeah. the girls will have like the sun factor oil. And like sometimes mm. I might put that on and the girls like, no, don't. And even though, even though it's got... No, like that will just, it, it really attracts the sun. You put anything like that on, the sun is literally going to like... You know, goes yeah, directly for you. Oh my god! Mm. Like no, 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 no! Like I'm actually so annoyed myself. My back. I'm actually like really pissed off. But I was like, mm. there's nothing I can do about it now. Just wait for it to go down. Yeah. Sexy. Like, it's really annoying because obviously I'm back at work. Like I have to wear a bra. Like, I can't not wear a bra at work. And I haven't been wearing. All I've been wearing is sport. I was wearing sports, sports bras at the start of the holiday, and then obviously haven't been wearing bra for the whole holiday because I don't wear bras on my holidays. And to be honest, if I could get away with not wearing a bra every day, I would. But I had to go in today. And I was trying to find a top that I could wear that wasn't annoying my skin. So I'd wear mm. like white fitted kind of kind of a fitted t-shirt, but it was kind of soft material. I then tried to wear a bra. So I was then going around going, oh my God, if I, like the bra on the strap as well and my tan and burn is like really uncomfortable. And I just could not wait to get out of the office to take the bloody bra off. <laughs> just very dramatic. Oh no. Okay. Well, on that note, I think our time is up. It has been lovely chatting to you all and to you, Megan. And yeah, we look forward to hearing you next week with our guest. And enjoy the birthday celebrations with the Baba. And also, sorry, can I just give a mention because I don't give a 
oops, I want to give mention to this as well because I actually got a few messages while I was away. Uh, Jenny McShane, who was on our guest last week, she um, I got such great feedback about her. So mm. shout out to Jenny. Um, she was yeah. absolutely class. We are taking her up on that trip to London. We are going to London. We don't know when, but it's going to happen soon. And also, yes, a special guest next week who I'm also very excited about. It's always nice to have guests on. Um, but yeah, as I said, don't forget we are on Instagram um, at The Breakup Dress and whether, wherever you listen to your podcast, you'll find us. Please do subscribe and send us some love. Yes, have a gorgeous week. Aslan.